So, welcome back. Yesterday, I um, had subscribed to a what I thought was going to be a webinar where I would actually go and learn as many of the opportunities that exist online. And I followed something uh, where I was contacted by email uh, for something I'd subscribed a little earlier called the Ocean Literacy Portal. And it's oceanliteracy.unesco.org. I mean, for some reason, I, I, I did not read the UNESCO bit, whatever the reason, probably because other things had hit the inbox at the same time. But I'm just going to spend a bit of time reading their website. I enjoyed the event itself. I can only advise or suggest that if such an opportunity comes up, join, be part of the conversation. And uh, you'll see that there's quite a few people jumping on board, learning as we go. Um, it is not expert or science expert restricted. The whole idea is to, to share the narrative. So I very much fell in love with it. Um, it reunites a lot of the topics that I care for and I'm keen on and I'm learning. And if you go to that website, you'll find courses, studies, information, and it's uh, very accessible, uh, even for someone like me. So I'm just going to read out part of the website, hoping that it will be sufficiently interesting so that it will attract you and share the spirit with which it's put together. So the Ocean Literacy Portal, understanding the ocean's influence on you and your influence on the ocean. This is an ocean's community where you can share, rate, comment, and explore anything and everything related to ocean literacy. Now, about the portal. Knowing and understanding the ocean's influence on us and our influence on the ocean is crucial to living and acting sustainably. This is the essence of ocean literacy. The Ocean Literacy Portal serves as a one-stop shop, providing resources and content available to all, with the goal of creating an ocean literate society able to make informed and responsible decisions on ocean resources and ocean sustainability. Here, you will find the necessary ocean literacy resources to develop knowledge, skills, values, and behaviors needed to create an ocean literate community. A collection of education and information resources, projects, tools, methods, reports, programs, and materials regarding global ocean knowledge useful to understand ocean processes, functions, and issues. The Ocean Literacy Portal is a universal sharing platform. By sharing the world's ocean knowledge, we are committed to building a global ocean movement to protect the planet on which we live. Following that, there's a map of um, ocean literacy around the world, referring to the, the people involved and so forth. And uh, it's extensive. A few words now on the Ocean Literacy Initiative. The focus on the Ocean Literacy for All initiative is to develop a global partnership to raise the awareness on the conservation, restoration and sustainable use of our ocean and its resources and build an improved public knowledge base across the world population regarding our global ocean. This portal has been developed to help you find the best resources the world has to offer on ocean literacy and to provide tools and approaches to transform ocean knowledge into action. The two-volume publication was produced, Ocean Literacy for All, it's a toolkit. The two-volume publication was produced by UNESCO's Regional Bureau for Science and Culture in Europe, Venice, Italy, and Intergovernmental Oceanographic Commission, the IOC, as a result of joint work and contributions by members of the global partnership led by IOC. 
The first volume presents the context of ocean literacy and describes its framework made of seven essential principles, interviews with ocean literacy practitioners, and the path for the development of successful ocean literacy in the context of the 2030 Agenda. The second volume presents 14 activities that could provide tested examples and support for the implementation of marine education initiatives. The toolkit offers examples that could be adopted, sorry, adapted for different geographical and cultural contexts. The social hub of ocean action and literacy. They invite you to follow and be part of a community taking actions that help the ocean. Share your initiative and inspire others with your examples. Learn about the seven principles of ocean literacy and the steps you can take in your life to help preserve our oceans. Connect with the world's greatest scientific minds and read articles to inspire you to take action in your daily life. So after that, we have a series of different elements, but we're going to go to, I think it would be appropriate to go, because I landed on it yesterday and I thought, oh, this is great. Um, so obviously, as I say that, um, back to the menu, connect. So you'll find a section where you can type in and connect with people that would probably be of a greater interest to you according to the topics that you're keen on exploring. And as I go through this, because there's one page I do want to be able to read out because they have all kinds of articles which are all very, very interesting. But there's one. There we are. So if we go to the training courses, uh, we get all kinds of information for formal and known formal educators, media and press. And it's all free, by the way, uh, general public and so forth. Uh, the purpose of those courses are what is ocean literacy, ocean literacy principles, the United Nations Decade of Ocean Science for Sustainable Development and the Role of Ocean Literacy in the Decade, a brief introduction to the SDGs, Sustainable Development Goals, SDG 14, and its connection to other SDGs and ocean literacy. And then they offer how to adapt ocean literacy to your sector or, con or, or context. Now, this is not the page, though, I was looking for, because I'm going to find it. And it just, it, the principles, I believe that must be it. And you basically feel very invited after going through this page. So... Whoever put this together did a great job because it's very universal and it's very inviting and allows a lot of people that may feel shy as non-scientific to suddenly participate. The seven principles of ocean literacy. Earth is one big ocean. With many features. The ocean is the defining physical feature of, on our planet Earth covering approximately 70% of the planet's surface. There's one ocean with many ocean basins, such as the North Pacific, South Pacific, North Atlantic, South Atlantic, Indian, Southern, and Arctic. Ocean basins are composed of the seafloor and all of its geological features, such as inlands and trenches, mid-ocean ridges, and rift valleys, and vary in size, shape, and features due to the movement of Earth's crust, lithosphere. Earth's highest peaks, deepest valleys, and flattest flattest vast plains are all in the ocean. 
Throughout the ocean, there is one interconnected circulation system, system powered by winds, tides, the force of the Earth's rotation, the Coriolis effect, the sun, and water density differences. The shape of ocean basins and adjacent latent masses influence the path of circulation. This global ocean conveyor belt moves water throughout all of the ocean's basins, transporting energy, heat, matter, and organisms around the ocean. Changes in ocean circulation have a large impact on the climate and cause changes in ecosystems. Sea level is the average height of the ocean relative to the land, taking into account the differences caused by tides, sea level changes as plate tectonics cause the volume of ocean basins and the height of the land to change. It changes as ice caps on land melt or grow. It also changes as seawater expands and contracts when ocean water warms and cools. Most of Earth's water, 97%, is in the ocean. Seawater has unique properties. It is saline. It is fr its freezing point is slightly lower than fresh water. Its density is slightly higher. Its electrical conductivity is much higher and is slightly basic. The salt in seawater comes from eroding land, volcanic emissions, reactions at the seafloor, and atmospheric deposition. The ocean is an integral part of the water cycle and is connected to all of Earth's water reservoirs via evaporation and precipitation processes. The ocean is connected to major lakes, watersheds and waterways because all of major watersheds on Earth drain to the ocean. Rivers and streams, transparent nutrients, salt, sediments and pollutants from watersheds to estuaries and to the ocean. Although the ocean is large, it is finite and resources are limited. The ocean and life in the ocean shape the features of the Earth. Many Earth materials and geochemical, geochemical cycles original, originate in the ocean. Many of the sedimentary rocks now exposed on land were formed in the ocean. Ocean life laid down the vast volume of siliceous and carbonate rocks. Sea level changes over time have expanded and contracted continental shelves, created and destroyed inland seas, and shaped the surface of land. Erosion, the wearing away of rock, soil and other biotic and abiotic earth materials, occurs in coastal areas as wind, waves and currents in rivers and the ocean move sediments. Sand consists of tiny bits of animals, plants, rocks and minerals. Most beach sand is eroded from land sources and carried to the coast by rivers. But sand is also eroded from coastal sources by surf, Sand is redistributed by waves and coastal currents seasonally. Tectonic activity, sea level changes and force of waves influence the physical structure and landforms to the coast. The ocean is a major influence on weather and climate. The ocean interaction of oceanic and atmospheric processes controls weather and climate by dominating the Earth's energy, water and carbon systems. The ocean moderates global weather and climate by absorbing most of the solar radiation reaching Earth. Heat exchange between the ocean and atmosphere drives the water cycle and oceanic and atmospheric circulation. Heat exchange between the ocean and atmosphere can result in dramatic global and regional water phenomena impacting patterns of rain and drought. Significant examples include the El Nino Southern Oscillation and La Nina, which causes important changes in global weather patterns because they alter the sea surface temperature patterns in the Pacific. 
Condensation of water that evaporated from warm seas provides the energy for hurricanes and cyclones. Most rain that falls on land originally evaporated from the tropical ocean. The ocean dominates the Earth's carbon cycle. Half the primary productivity on Earth takes place in the sunlit layers of the ocean, and the ocean absorbs roughly half of all carbon dioxide added to the atmosphere. The ocean has had and will continue to have a significant influence on climate change by absorbing, storing and moving heat, carbon and water. Changes in the ocean circulation have produced large abrupt changes in climate during the last 50,000 years. Changes in the ocean atmosphere system can result in changes to the climate that, in turn, cause further changes to the ocean and atmosphere. These interactions have dramatic physical, chemical, biological, economic and social consequences. The Earth, the ocean, sorry, makes Earth habitable. Most of the oxygen in the atmosphere originally came from the activities of photosynthetic organisms in the ocean. This accumulation of oxygen in Earth's atmosphere was necessary for life to develop and be sustained on land. The first life is thought to have started in the ocean. The earliest evidence of life is found in the ocean. The ocean provided and continues to provide water, oxygen and nutrients and moderates the climate needed for life to exist on Earth. The ocean supports a great diversity of life and ecosystems. Ocean life ranges in size from the smallest living things, microbes, to the largest animal that has lived on Earth, blue whales. Most of the organisms and biomass in the ocean are microbes, which are the basis of all ocean food webs. Microbes are the most important primary producers in the ocean. They have extremely fast growth rates and life cycles, and produce a huge amount of the carbon and oxygen on Earth. Most of the major groups that exist on Earth are found exclusively in the ocean, and the diversity of major groups of organisms is much greater in the ocean than on land. Ocean biology provides many unique examples of life cycles, adaptations, and important relationships amongst organisms, symbiosis, predator-prey dynamics, and energy transfer that do not occur on land. The ocean provides a vast living space with diverse and unique ecosystems from the surface through the water column and down to and below the seafloor. Most of the living space on Earth is in the ocean. Ocean ecosystems are defined by environmental factors and the community of organisms living there. Ocean life is not evenly distributed through time or space due to differences in abiotic factors such as oxygen, salinity, temperature, pH, light, nutrients, pressure, substrate, and circulation. A few regions of the ocean support the most abundant life on Earth, while most of the ocean does not support much life. There are deep ocean ecosystems that are independent of energy from sunlight and photosynthetic organisms. Hydrothermal vents, submarine hot springs, and methane could cold seeps rely on and methane cold Seeps rely only on chemical energy and chemosynthetic organisms to support life. Tides, waves, predation, substrate and or other factors cause vertical zonation patterns along the coast. Density, pressure and light levels cause vertical zonation patterns in the open ocean. Zonation patterns influence organisms' distribution and diversity. Estuaries provide important and productive nursery areas for many marine and aquatic species.
the ocean and humans are inextricably interconnected. The ocean affects every human life. It supplies fresh water, most rain comes from the north, and nearly all of Earth's oxygen. The ocean moderates the Earth's climate, influences our weather, and affects human health. The ocean provides foods, medicines, and mineral and energy resources. It supports jobs and national economies, serves as a highway for transportation of goods and people, and plays a role in national security. The ocean is a source of inspiration, recreation, rejuvenation, and discovery. It is also an important element in the heritage of many cultures. Humans affect the ocean in a variety of ways. Laws, regulations, and resources management affect that what is taken out and put into the ocean. Human development and activity leads to pollution, point source, non-point source, and noise pollution, changes to ocean chemistry, such as ocean acidification, and physical modifications, changes to beaches, shores, and rivers. In addition, humans have removed most of the large vertebrates from the ocean. Changes in ocean temperature and pH due to human activities can affect the survival of some organisms and impact biological diversity, coral breaching due to increased temperature and inhibition of shell formation due to ocean acidification. Much of the world's population lives in coastal areas. Coastal regions are susceptible to natural hazards, tsunamis, hurricanes, cyclones, sea level change, and storm surges. Everyone is responsible for caring for the ocean, the ocean sustains life on Earth, and humans must live in ways that sustain the ocean. Individual and collective actions are needed to effectively manage ocean resources for all. The ocean is, though, largely unexplored. And it's the largest unexplored place on Earth. Less than 5% of it has been explored. The next generation of explorers and researchers will find great opportunities for discovery, innovation, and investigation. Understanding the ocean is much more a matter of curiosity. Exploration, experimentation, and discovery are required to better understand ocean systems and processes. Over the last 50 years, use of ocean resources has increased significantly. The future sustainability of ocean resources depends on our understanding of those resources and their potential. New technologies, sensors, and tools are expanding our ability to explore the ocean system. Scientists are relying more and more on satellites, drifters, buoys, subsea observatories, and unmanned submersibles. Use of mathematical models is an essential part of the ocean systems. Models help us understand the complexity of the ocean and its, of its interaction with Earth's interior, atmosphere, climate, and land masses. Ocean exploration is truly interdisciplinary. It requires close collaboration among biologists, chemists, climatologists, computer programmers, engineers, geologists, meteorologists, physicists, animators, and illustrators. And these interactions foster new ideas and new perspectives for inquiries. I um, invite you to go take a look for yourself at oceanliteracy, one big word, .unesco.org. As you will have witnessed, if you've listened to it so far, um, a lot of things have been included. And it's a very inclusive conversation. And it's inviting you to be a part of it. So please join.
please feel free to take the classes and the courses and be a part of the conversation. This is probably one of the most um, open and dynamic, dynamic and yet structured environments, communities that I would uh, suggest to explore and um, join. Until the next recording, oceanliteracy.unesco.org.